Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Here's our host, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Inside Sources. This is Taylor Morgan, joined by Mara Carabello. We are co-hosting today, filling in temporarily for Boyd Matheson. Mara, we are one step closer to having a new state flag. A new state flag, a stream-down logo. Yes, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Personally, I'll let my opinion be known. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, my opinion is that we have never really had a state flag. We have had our state seal slapped on a bed sheet, and that has been what we've called a flag. I love this new flag design. What do you think? Well, so I think what's most interesting to me is that this is controversial. Yeah. I, I, I One, I, I we're going to hear more um, from experts, but I think, one, this is really needed. We were talking earlier. Um, I'm, I'm native to Colorado, and I have Colorado merch. I have Colorado T-shirts, and... You know, when's the last time you put on your Utah state flag T-shirt? I was in Boulder over the <laughs> summer, uh, and I I lost count of how many stores that were dedicated solely to oh. selling Colorado flag-branded merchandise. Yeah, no, it's everywhere. And I think I'm with you. I think this new flag gives us a chance to have a symbol um, that we can wear around as a as a product of Utah Pride. Yeah. So the Utah Senate just this morning voted on third reading for final passage of the new state flag design. Okay. Uh, not to get too in the weeds here, but a couple minor tweaks to the new flag design. We went to a five-pointed star, and now uh, five peaks on the flag represent Utah's five native tribes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's an important distinction. And also, I believe they have added 1896. Okay. Uh, to the design, which is, of course, the year. So that means it passed out of the House, doesn't need to go, it excuse the me, Senate. Senate. Yeah. Does it need to go back? It has, well, it's a Senate because, bill. Oh, it is. So, so it's just headed to the House for the first time. And so now it is headed to the House. Okay, so let's talk about maybe a little more about whether it's a, what it means to be a good flag, what it means to be a good symbol. And to have that discussion with us today, we have Devon Simper, who is a vexillologist, at the Colonial Flag Foundation. Word of De- the day, vexillology. <laughs> Devon, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Taylor and Mara. Uh, just one little quick uh, correction. 1896 uh, won't be on the flag, but the star, five-pointed star representing 1896 is is there. Ah, thank okay. you. And thank you. The five-point star, because that is the same star on the U.S. flag, so we're like plucking our star off the U.S. flag and putting it on ours. That's that's the representational part, right? Is that exactly? Which which is funny because back in 1777, the five pointed star was just as controversial back then as the five versus eight today. Ah. Uh, back, back then they've had five points, six points, eight points. We, we they were all over the place back then until 1795. Well, these are the kind of things that only a vexillologist would know. Uh, and so, right. Devon, we are happy to have you. Can you tell us why we would want to consider a new flag design for Utah State flag? Um, there's a couple of things. Uh, the, the, big, the biggest thing is the what's considered the principles of good flag design. There are six of them. Uh, the first one is the flag should be simple, easy enough to be drawn uh, from memory, uh, should have meaningful symbolism, so the flag's colors, designs, shapes, whatever is on the flag should have have meaning and intent behind it, and it should represent uh, the community or group that it's it's supposed to represent. It should it represents their values. 
It shouldn't have more than two or three, maybe four colors, just to keep it simple. Uh, no lettering or seals, because trying to read letters from up at a distance, especially when it's up on the flagpole, it, it just doesn't work, especially if the flag is waving. Um, it needs to be distinctive or at least be related. So if you're uh, trying to show a, a relationship to another group or entity, you can have similar designs. Otherwise, you want to keep it distinctive. And then the one that I add in there is that it needs to evoke emotional response or connection to the people mm. that it's supposed to represent so that they have to be able to connect with it. And so with the, the proposed state flag, um, they took a lot of time and consideration working with a lot of people throughout Utah. Uh, 3,500 designs submitted from, from the public, 2,500 from, from school students, and then 1,800 uh, were just ideas or, or, or suggestions on different element pieces. So it was quite a bit of input there. Um, but the, the root of all this is we all love our state flag. It's just not seen very much. As, as, as far as uh, on homes and, and, you know, state pride as, as it goes. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. So from your point of view, how many boxes does the provo- pr- the proposed design um, check for you? Are you a personal fan? Did did we do well in the proposed new design? We did. And, and full disclosure, I got to be part of the design committee. And, and I helped with this, this process to make sure that the, the colors and everything that we chose were easily produced by the manufacturers. And uh, to be perfectly honest, when we started this, I was opposed. And I didn't I didn't want to, but they included me in the process to, to help guide it along so that we don't, you know, put in like fluorescent orange or anything that's extremely <laughs> hard to print. Um, and, and heaven knows people would do that because of our construction jokes. But uh, being a part of this, you know, and, and watching the, the the wheels turn and all of the the input that we had, especially from, uh, you know, minorities and the, the Native American uh, community. They've been a, a rather big voice in, in what we do here. We've had educators, religious groups. You know, we've, we've tried to go out there and get solicit as much information as we can from them to, to bring it down to this design. So it was rather uh, lengthy, but... I think we got to the right one. Yeah, yeah. Well, certainly, uh, I think we owe you and everyone involved. So many have been involved in this process. Uh, You know, this has been years in the making. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and certainly, we need to give a tip of the hat to Senator Dan McKay for taking this on and uh, Majority Leader Schultz in the House. This is not a uh, just a simple ceremonial uh, project and bill. This is a divisive issue to some degree, at least. I mean, I personally love the new state flag. It sounds like it checks all of your boxes. Can you give us a sense just very quickly of why some Utahns are opposing going to this new state flag? Well, the biggest thing is history. Uh, I personally have four or five Utah flag shirts, that, you know, with the current flag. So 
the the shirt box doesn't exactly get you know completely done away with for me. But a lot of it has I to mean, do with. I mean, in fairness, you're a vexillologist. I don't, I don't think <laughs> yes, anyone yes. else has the seal on a shirt. Just in fairness, you're you're, you're probably right there. But uh, mostly, it, it's the connection to to history and uh, a lot of misinformation is is out there. Uh, you know, the the new flag is not replacing the current flag. It's an addition to so that the, the current flag becomes more for ceremonial and state use when, you know, oh. got the governor and lieutenant governor's discretion. So it'll still be available and still, you know, be allowed to be flown at any point. So I could but fly this, it at my house if I still wanted to. Oh, absolutely. If you want to fly it in your house, your business, uh, that's entirely up to you. Uh, but as far as if it's when it, you being used at ceremonies and such for like the inauguration or for you know, whenever the governor has a, a press event, he would have the choice of either. Um, but he would most likely choose the, the, the current state flag. Yeah. But the biggest, you know, you know, concern that people have is that we're erasing history there because there is, you know, a lot of meaning in those symbols right. on that flag as well. Uh, it's just when you put it together with other flags from other states, you know, when you put them all with all 50 states, Ours just kind of blends in and doesn't really stand out yep. because there's 17 other flags that have that the same similar. color of blue. Yep. Okay, exactly. we're going to have to wrap it there. That was an interesting segment. Thanks, Devon Simper, a vexillologist at the Colonial Flag Foundation. Thank you. Coming up, uh, things will look a little different at the National Prayer Breakfast this year. Hmm. After the break, we're going to break down what is happening that's different when we come back.